بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد عن ابي هريره رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم العز ازاري والكبرياء ردائي فمن ينازعني عذبته رواه مسلم ابو هريره رضي الله عنه رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم said Al-Izzu Izari Honor is my lower garment Wal-Kibriya'u Rida'i And pride is my upper garment This hadith is what we call hadith Qudsi Where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam narrates the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that in essence Rasulullah is saying that Allah says, Allah says, honor is my upper garment, honor is my lower garment, and pride is my upper garment. فَمَنْ Whoever challenges me with regards to this, the word in the hadith actually is yunazi'uni. Naza'a yunazi'u means to snatch away. So the analogy is being given of a set of clothing. And ulama explained that just as a pair of clothing can only be worn at any one time by one individual, in exactly the same way the analogy is being given, that the qualities of true pride and honor are exclusive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They belong only to Allah. Being proud, generally the term pride is used in a negative sense. It has negative connotations. However, there is also a positive aspect to pride. Pride where the pride is deserved. Status, loftiness, where it is in keeping with the actual status and loftiness of that being to whom these qualities are being ascribed. And in the sense of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, status, pride, loftiness, in a positive sense, not in a negative sense, Allah has every right to this. In fact, the only being worthy of this or truly deserving of it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Honor is Allah's right. And whatever honor exists in this world, or anybody claims any type of honor, it is because Allah has bestowed that honor upon that individual. So, these are two qualities that in essence, they are exclusively belong to Allah, and they are solely the right of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So anyone who thereafter has to demand or claim these qualities, in essence, what is he doing? In essence, he is challenging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's challenging that which is exclusively Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is why we find this analogy given this hadith with a set of clothing as we mentioned. Because a set of clothing is worn exclusively by one person at one time. It cannot be shared by more than one person. In the same way, when insan, when a human being 
claims these qualities which are exclusive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is in fact challenging Allah. And worse even, he is trying to imitate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is why, this in fact, if the belief aspect has to enter in his heart, that he feels somehow or the other that he is justified, then this is, in fact equates to kufr. That is why we find the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu where Rasulullah says, Allah says that such a person will be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya nas, antumul fuqara'u ilallah. O people, look at the authority contained in the expression of Qur'an. Allah says, O people, antumul fuqara'u ilallah. Every one of you is faqir. Every one of you is a beggar. Insan, his very nature is weak, dependence. For every breath of air, we are breathing in and out 20,000 times a day plus minus. Subconsciously, if we have to just ponder over that. If that just that one movement, that one dependent action of breathing in and out is to stop, or there has to be some problem with the respiratory system, what happens? The most basic, fundamental, mundane of tasks becomes impossible. So how weak are we? And then what claim possibly can we have to pride or arrogance or haughtiness in any way? We have absolutely no claim whatsoever to this. Loftiness, status, honor, dignity, these are the sole exclusive qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no human being should try and ascribe these qualities to himself. وَنَا بِهُرَيْرِتَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَلَىٰ عَنْهُ أَنَّ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ قَالْ بَيْنَمَا رَجُلٌ يَمْشِي فِي حُلَّةٍ تُعْجِبُهُ نَفْسُهُ مُرَجَّلٌ رَأْسَهُ يَخْتَالُ فِي مِشْيَتِهِ إِذْ خَسَفَ اللَّهُ بِهِ فَهُوَ يَتَجَلْجَلُ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَىٰ Yamshi fi hullatin who was walking dressed in a beautiful set of clothes tu'ajibuhu nafsuhu and because of his beautiful set of clothes he was very very proud of himself his hair was well groomed there was arrogance in his trait the way he was walking there was arrogance in his step what does the Quran tell us? La tamshi fil ardi maraha. Do not walk with arrogance on this earth. The prohibition in this chapter, which Imam Nawi rahimahullah is given the heading, Tahrimul Kibr, Hurmat, prohibition of pride, wal i'ajab, self conceit. So both qualities are found in this person. He was walking, proud of his clothing, very impressed with himself, hair well groomed walking on the earth with arrogance and pride. And then what happened? Rasulullah said, the earth swallowed up this person. And such was the anger and wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directed towards this individual. The Rasulullah says, فَهُوَ يَتَجَلْجَلُ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ Right up till Qiyamah, he will continue to be swallowed up and sucked into the earth. Now this hadith, ulama-i-kiram say, 
possibly it refers to Qarun because the individual mentioned here is not named. Who was this person that was sucked into the earth and is continuing to be sucked into the earth right up? In other words, the azab and punishment of this person is perpetuating, it's continuing. With regards to Qarun, some of us sitting of the opinion, one hand span every day continues to sink lower and lower and lower and lower into the earth. And this will continue right up to Qiyamah. The question now arises, was Karun alive when and this happened? Is he still alive today? Or in what way or what form does this azab represent itself with regards to Karun? Where Allah Ta'ala says, فَخَسَفْنَا بِهِ وَبِدَارِهِ الْأَرْضِ We mentioned the verses of the Qur'an in the introduction of this chapter. Allah Ta'ala says that Karun, his wealth, everything he possessed was sucked or swallowed into the earth. One opinion Mufassirin give is that Karun alive was taken into the earth and he will be kept alive like this and continuing to be sucked into the earth right up to Qiyamah. That's one opinion. The other opinion is that the death of Karun occurred and the azab of being continually sucked into the earth refers to what we call Alame Barzakh, where azab or enjoyment is taking place in the grave, but in a different alam. The actual understanding of the realms of that alam, we don't have that because obviously it's a completely different alam from the alam in which we are living in now. So one opinion is that the individual referred to in this hadith was Qarun. The other opinion some of us Syrian give is that it refers to a Persian Bedouin from Turkey whose name was Hazan. Or the third opinion with regards to this hadith, is that this in fact is a prophecy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that, in other words, this hasn't yet taken place. It is going to happen. There will be a person who be his proud, his arrogance, his haughtiness will cause him to walk the earth with pride, impressed with himself. And, and Allah Ta'ala's azab will be directed towards this person and he will be sucked into the earth right up to Qiyamah. Either way, we find the subject matter or the caution that is given in these ahadith is that at every, every attempt whatsoever should be made for us to cleanse ourselves of this great spiritual malady, this disease, this disease of pride, of arrogance, of haughtiness. Because as we mentioned, as mentioned in the, in the hadith in the introduction of this chapter, Batarul Haq. This becomes an obstacle to accepting the truth, bringing shariat and deen in our lives. And it will cause us to look down upon people.